Welcome to episode 402. I'm your host, Tavishima George Aide, Abuja-based sales consultant and business consultant. And I'm going to be taking you on an excursion with Nigeria's longest-running business podcast, which, if you haven't figured out, is this show. So today, I'd like us to look into the question if you should be putting out offers, products, and services that you like, or if you'd be rolling out things that other people actually need and things that other people are interested in. Now, it's particularly, um, it's particularly relevant to those of us in the wedding and the event space because a lot of us get into the game because we start off doing something that we like and that we love. It's all about us. And then we think it's a good idea to jump into the market. So for me, it was taking pictures uh, back while I was um, wrapping up my uh, master's degree. And folks are like, you're pretty good at this. You should uh, do this as a business. And that's what uh, started my entry into um, this space. And then I also have a cousin who handles cakes. And it was pretty much the same thing. She comes from a baking family. Everybody bakes. Um, she has, uh, I think, five, no, four. There are five of them. So she has uh, four older sisters. The mom doesn't bake, um, but all the girls bake. And so they all just started baking. And so that's how she uh, got into the space. So everybody bakes, you're a good baker, you should get into the game. And yeah, she got into the business. So these are the sorts of um, things that, um, so that's pretty much how a lot of us get into the space. And that's the reason why we should be asking ourselves these questions, um, whether we're putting out offers, um, products, or doing things that we like, or is it about what other people actually um, need? Now, sometimes what you like or what you need is a good indication that there's a market out there and an opportunity to make some money. So you hear um, in American business circles that you can use that as an indication that it's a good idea to go into market, sorry, uh, to bring your product or service into the market. Because if you like it, then that means that there are other people there, um, other people who are like you with the same demographics or the same psychographics. You know, people who are the same um, age, um, live in the same location, do the same kind of job or have the same sort of interests or flow in the same kind of circles, uh, the same kind of hobbies and interests. And so because of that, if you like it, it means that there are other people out there who might like it as well. And so in a certain sense, yes, the fact that you like this thing or that you need it means that there is a market on it, sorry, a market for it. But don't always assume that your instincts are uh, on point. Let's not assume that our instincts are always uh, correct. So the right way to be thinking about this and something that I've spoken about in the past on this um, podcast is we should be looking at market validation and product market fit. So these are the main ideas that we should have when we're trying to introduce um, something new into the market. So like in my own case, um, coming into the market as a wedding photographer, I should have been trying to um, validate my business idea and try and see if there was an appetite for the kind of photography that I like to do rather than just saying um, I'm talented, people say I'm talented, therefore um, let's go 100% into this and it's going to work out. So we shouldn't assume that everything is going to be a hit and we should aim for market validation by putting out a rough and ready product or service into the market and then see if you can get some sales. So if you're a chef and you think that Nigerians are going to love Moroccan cuisine, maybe, <clears throat> so excuse me, maybe um, you did your, <clears throat> so excuse me, maybe you did your masters in the Middle East and then you fell in love with uh, Moroccan cuisine and you're quite handy with cooking. It doesn't mean that you should just uh, go out, um, hire your cooking staff 
buy all the cooking equipment that you need, get all the merchandising, <clears throat> and then uh, buy the, uh, what else, you know, get the, the lease or rent out the kitchen. You know, don't go ahead and do all of that, even if you have the money. You should start out by looking for more realistic and low-cost ways of entering the market. So you ought to test uh, things out before you invest more time and you invest more money into the enterprise. So uh, you could do um, something more realistic. You could try creating an Instagram handle, then cook out from your kitchen or from Momsi's kitchen if you're still at home. Um, inform your friends and your family that you're open for business and uh, try to see if you can get some um, orders. See how you can get the market moving. Now, the response that you get from these early activities is what will give you a sense of whether there's a profitable market to go ahead. And you now know that you can invest your life savings and go whole hog or you go and beg uh, Momsi or Popsy for more money or your favorite uncle, if you have a rich uncle in the family. And um, it's also going to give you a sense of who your ideal uh, target audience might be. Because if you did a good job of um, putting the word out with your Instagram handle and talking to folks, you're going to notice that people... Um, of a certain age or of a certain demographic, uh, demographic sorry, uh, people who are interested in certain kinds of things. Now, those are the kind of people who order your food or who like to hang around, uh, hang out at your um, spot or whatever. Then um, you now know when you're getting ready to launch into the business um, uh, with full throttle. You now know that these are the kind of people that I should be looking at. These are the kind of people that I should be um, talking to. You now know who your target audience is. And it's going to come uh, in real handy when you uh, now start getting your design guys on board. Let's say you have a cousin who is good at uh, designing stuff. You know, you can now tell him, okay, these are the kind of things that we're going to design. Uh, it has to appeal to this kind of person, that kind of person, and um, on and on and on. So these are the chief benefits of making sure that you're aiming for market validation um, right from the get-go. So don't just say, I like Moroccan food, but rather you should be asking, how can I see if there's a market for Moroccan food in Nigeria? Don't just assume I was doing my master's, I like this kind of food, other people will like it as well. So that's market validation for you um, in a nutshell. So the market is going to show you whether your idea is ripe or not. And the good thing about doing this is you might find out that Moroccans don't really like, um, sorry, the other way around, that Nigerians don't really like uh, Moroccan food. Maybe they like, uh, I don't know, they like Indian food because uh, I think Indian food is, well, in Abuja anyway, Indian food seems to be uh, a big thing. Um, there are lots of Indian um, restaurants all over the place. Um, Nkoyos and you know all those type of um, outfits so you might find out that nigerians like um, indian food bangladeshi food cameroonian food uh what else ghanaian food but they just don't dig uh, moroccan cuisine and then you wouldn't have had to waste all the money um uh, hiring the staff uh the kitchen getting the bus the delivery van uh what else and then all the other um, expense now product market fit which is the second term that i used is more or less similar, although it's a term that is used mostly by uh, Americans in the tech space, but the meaning is the same. Now, a uh, good product market fit just means that your product or your service uh, meets a strong market demand. So you can see that um, 
when we are thinking about these things, market validation or product market fit, we're trying to gauge if there's any demand before we go all in. Because there's no point in coming up with this fantastic idea uh, only to find out that there is no demand um, for it. So it's the same for those of us in the wedding industry. The process, the thought process is the same. So if you are getting on, um, like I did, into the business, and uh, but you think that black and white photography is the most sophisticated thing in the world, because you'll find that those of us who are artists, in quote, we can be really opinionated about our art. So for me, it was the whole thing around um, Photoshop is overdone. You're beautiful the way you are. Um, there's no need for um, photoshopping and removing defects. You don't have any, uh, any defects. You're pretty the way that you are. So let's just go and capture this magic as it unfolds. So for me, candid photography was the thing. So let's say you're coming in and for you it's black and white photography. This is the best thing since sliced bread. Sophistic is the most sophisticated thing. Uh, it's the most high class thing. You don't just launch in and then stake your career around black and white photography. So you try and see if you can score a few clients, uh, you know, some friends, some family. Um, try and push the idea out a little bit. See if you can get a few... Uh, a few nibbles, a few takers, some people who are going to go on with this idea before you go all out with your branding, before you register the business name, uh, what else, the Facebook page, the Instagram advertising, um, what else, building a website and all the other things that are um, involved. Try and see if you can score a few first, you know, four, five, six, maybe seven clients before you now um, roll out um, in full force. So we have to look for market validation first and product market um, fit. Now, how do you do this? If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you already know the answer by going out and talking to people. Because, of course, I said talk to your friends, um, family, um, associates. So, of course, I expect you to do some um, lead work and not just sit behind a computer. Now, that's the reason why this podcast exists. And that's the reason why everyone needs to know how to sell or at least the rudimentary aspects of sales and carrying on a business conversation. And that's the reason, uh, the fundamental reason why I keep on with this uh, podcast, so that for people who are getting ready to uh, walk into whatever business space that they're aspiring to, whether it's wedding or events or architecture or um, energy, well, because Nepa has been crap this last couple of days. So I'm assuming that if you sell inverter batteries and solar, you should be able to use this to make a strong case. If you meet people who can afford to, you should be able to use this to make a strong case that um, solar is it and uh, inverters are the future instead of relying on um, NEPA and their haphazard service. So, where was I? Forgive me, I just went on a rant because these guys have really showed us we haven't had light for a week and the inverter batteries ran out. So, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, yeah, so that's the reason why this podcast is here. So that um, before you launch all into whatever it is that you want to do, wedding photography, wedding planning, uh, sell your inverter batteries, first of all, you try it out. Um, see if you can get some market validation. Is there some product market fit? And then when you get to the nitty gritty of having those conversations, that's the reason why this podcast is here, to guide you guys throughout the whole uh, journey. So thank you very much for listening to today's episode. I value your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.